0: Welcome to International Podcast Month, or IPM. IPM 2019 is brought to you by our Indiegogo producers Richard Kreutz-Landry, Robert Anderson, The Drinking and Screaming Podcast, The Ostium Network, Damian Sidlow, Max Kasparek, Aaron Keon, Kyle Decker, Rocky Lee, Ryan Bolter, and Neon Green Tiger. A very special thank you to all of our Indiegogo supporters and to the IPM organizational team. And now, on to the episode. Hello Renee.
1: Hi Tess.
0: I am very excited to have you with me online today to talk about social media. So before we jump quite into that, why don't you tell me who you are, kind of your background, and, and then we'll get into the nitty gritty of social media and podcasting and what that means to you.
1: Sure. Yeah. Uh, Hi, everyone. I am Renee Rhodes. I am uh, trying to be more all over lately, but you can mostly find me on Twitter talking about random things and all of my projects. I am a social media manager and a writer, so it's uh, one of my homes. Uh, Written Word is another one of my homes and also podcasting. Go figure. So I have a couple of projects, including Fate and the Fable Maidens, which is a family-friendly D actual play podcast and then i have another project in the works that is a scripted audio drama set to release by the end of 2019 so i'm really excited for all of those and i love the writing aspect i love the community aspect and i'm excited to see what happens with them
0: that's awesome i have been watching and i can't wait for your audio drama it's gonna be amazing uh, thank you
1: i agree i know it will
0: be because it's you <laughs> <laughs> thanks but let's back up a little bit. How did you get into podcasting? And when when did you kind of realize the importance of social media kind of in conjunction with podcasting?
1: Okay. So I'm going to flip the question a little bit and say that I started out as a social media manager. Uh I worked at the National Archives for a while as a social media intern during my college years and had a great experience there where I learned that I could apply what I loved about writing to community building through social media. That was something so exciting for me because I love socializing with people, I love connecting to people, and I love the written word. Like, I just get so many kicks out of commas. (laughs) (laughs) and when i realized that it changed a lot of what my track for my life was what my own plan was for myself i got a lot of questions as a creative writing major like are you going to teach with that and i have nothing but respect for teachers but it's not my gift uh i think people in the classroom that are passionate about being there are are the ones who need to be there, not me. Uh, It was not my passion. It was not my skill set. But trying to find exactly what would be my skill set was a bit of a journey. And when I settled on social media, that kind of changed the track for my life once. Uh, Fast forward a little bit to working a couple years in a marketing office as a social media and community manager. And my track for life changed again when I started a podcast with my friends. And truly, I can really point to those two things as being some of the most integral turning points in my life. The podcasting started kind of on a whim, to be honest. It was a project that I wanted to create with my friends, but we mostly started doing it because of our friendship, not to be uh, a product for other people. We thought people would enjoy it. Uh, and we hoped people would enjoy it beyond just ourselves and our family members. But we definitely were surprised at how it took off. And I think one of the reasons that it did, uh, it was partly because of my passion for community building and each of our individual skill sets and how they applied to the project. Uh, for me, that was the social media aspect.
0: So what sort of tips or ideas do you use on a regular basis with your social media to help build that community that you're talking about?
1: I think there are a number of things to take with you in using social media. One personally that I've tried to use is to remind myself to take time for me. Uh, As much time as I spend on social media and as much as I love it, it can get very weighty at times. And I've learned... ...that it's okay to take some days to just breathe and not post anything and people online will be forgiving about that. There's a, a sense of urgency to post something every day, get some quality content, watch the numbers. And if you can like step away from that, take a deep breath and go at your own pace, social media becomes infinitely easier to manage... As far as a, an actionable tip for social media, a lot of it is about giving, which is another reason why the first thing I mentioned is so important, because you end up giving and giving and giving a lot on social media. What fosters a community is giving something of you, whether that's a personal glimpse at your life, whether that's a funny meme whether that's an episode of content whatever that may be that you're you're giving you're providing and you're creating for an audience for a community it's it's more give than take if you do that first if you do the give the take can be rewarding as well um you see a lot of kindness. You can foster uh, a lot of positivity in a community that way. And we've definitely had our share of return from the community that we've seen grow around the podcast and not just our podcast, but our, our personal accounts and our other projects that we've launched into since the start of the podcast. And that's meant so much, but there definitely is that element of Give more than you take from social media, and that in itself will be rewarding because you will connect with people much more naturally that way than by trying to get something from them. One of the
0: things I love about following you is that you seem to engage really like honestly and earnestly in your interactions with your followers and your fans – how do you keep that that personal from professional separate uh, while still being the kind and giving person that you are?
1: Oh, gosh, that is a difficult question. And uh, uh, to be vaguely personal right now, uh, the past few weeks and months and Frankly, most of 2019 has been a pretty difficult year for a number of reasons. Uh, Surgery, move, new job. Uh, I'm in Seattle now, and I love what I do, but part of the process was just stressful. Um, There have been a lot of changes. There's been a lot of health issues. There's been a lot of mental health issues. There have been some incidents that I've had to deal with recently, that I've wavered about how much to say on social media because it is a very public forum. And one of the things that I strive to do is be personal, be transparent, and be open without compromising myself and my personal life. Uh, I know that some nights I need to just stay in, have a cup of tea, take a hot shower, and watch a movie. And I need to be aware of that and i don't necessarily need to give all of the details on twitter but at the same time because of that community and because of the connections i I feel with people i want them to know where i'm at uh, especially if it affects any of my projects Uh, i know i was at a convention just a few weeks ago and i wasn't happy i was so happy to see people and there were so many great instances there but I also knew that I was having a really hard time internally and I didn't want people to feel like I was forcing a smile or that they were being inconvenient for me because it was not them it was other things going on around me so it's a difficult line to walk but I really do strive to be as transparent as possible while still keeping some of the details for me. I want to talk about my health. I want to talk about my anxiety. I want to talk about if I'm going through a difficult time without giving so much information that I can't process it on my own as well. Right. What kind
0: of advice do you have for folks that aren't used to using social media and aren't used to separating that professional and personal, uh, sort of accounts? Especially, I think with, with new podcasters, you know, they've, they've started their, their podcast Twitter account or, um, Facebook page or what have you. And now they're, they're not sure where to start in terms of separating that personal and professional. What sorts of advice do you have for folks like that?
1: Sure. So, uh, I'll add a couple of tips here. Uh, first of all, try to think of the podcast or project entity as something separate from you. Uh, you can do that by using we as a royal we instead of, uh, I pronouns. Uh, that can just help distance you enough from the project and from your own personal Opinions or thoughts or or posts that may kind of cross that border of professionalism And that can be very hard for a podcast I feel Especially for podcasts like mine Which didn't initially start with professionalism in mind So much as fun uh, and a friendly project So being able to say This is me and then this is we And having two separate perspectives for those two things will help you post for your podcast. The other thing I would recommend is to either draft out and save your tweets before tweeting them or (laughs) uh, have a scheduling app, something that you can kind of put in your tweets. And before you press that send button, have some time to sit with them or review them or look back at them And consider if it's something that is worth worth posting. And again, if you're going to consider, I recommend considering how your posts can give to the community. Is it going to be something someone smiles at or laughs at? Or is it going to be something that hurts someone or that hurts your own project? And being able to kind of take a step back, consider the possible ramifications for what you might put out on the internet may really help improve your content.
0: One of the things that I've noticed about Fate and the Fable Maidens really seems to stay on theme with being a family-friendly like, you know, fun kind of brand. How do you how do you do that and how do you recommend others stick to a specific theme?
1: Initially, it started by just deciding that we tweet about the things that are relevant to our podcast. Podcasting is relevant to our podcast. D&D is relevant to our podcast. And family-friendly content, kid-friendly content is relevant to our podcast, especially if that kid-friendly content is also D&D or podcasting <laughs> related. So initially it started out as just that, and then we expanded to tweet about food a lot more as food became a running joke in our podcast. And then as we started to seriously consider Fate and the Fable Maidens as a business, as something that we want to continue and that we want to build this community around and do it well and do it right, we started looking at brand and coming up with keywords that suited the tone we want to present in our social media words like whimsical uh energetic fun funny uh tacos and just came up with that list of things so that we could shift our tone and largely we'd been already kind of hitting those beats once we knew what we wanted to talk about and what we wanted to sound like we fell into some of those steps naturally but having it outlined for each of us so that if someone else were to sign into the social media and run it for a day, which has happened, it still has that same feel, that same tone, that same energy as if I were running it or if someone else did.
0: I think that some of the easiest ways to falter in uh, social media is um, failing basic Um Rules, li- like social rules and etiquette. Mm-hmm. How do you balance both marketing and being genuine as a podcast social media account?
1: That is a really good question. Uh, I mentioned earlier that sometimes I need to step away from social media. And this is such a hot take from a social media manager, I'm sure. But sometimes social media is a trash fire. <laughs> It can be really hard to be around. Now, that could be because of a valid incident that is just permeating your feed that's difficult to deal with or weighs on you emotionally. Or it could be people making poor decisions on how to interact through social media that takes a toll on you emotionally or mentally. And that's one of the things that makes being conscious of what you say on the internet so important uh it's sometimes easier when there's a screen to engage with the trolls on the other side or to say something that you might regret or to be hurt by words and get sucked into the comment section and find yourself spiraling into that there are so many pitfalls In social media, as much as I truly believe it can be a good and beautiful thing that genuinely brings people together from all over the world, it can also be a very hard place to be. One of the things that I try to do is decide how I want to present. I mentioned branding for the podcast, but I do have some of my own brand as well, while I haven't specifically outlined a renee rhodes brand kit i have thought about the things that i want to be on social media like i mentioned transparency earlier and i want to be transparent i want to be joyful i want to be sparkly and creative and having that in mind helps me decide how to respond so Oftentimes, when I'm confronted with those negative things, I try to turn them into a positive. Now, that's not to say that you can't ever share an opinion on social media. It's just that there are ways to share an opinion well, and you can still call people out and share an opinion well. (laughs) <laughs> uh, there, are, <laughs> I want to be very clear that like talking about things openly on social media is valuable and important and making the decision to do it well and to try and avoid those pitfalls of reading those comment sections or engaging with trolls can really help you interact with social media in a positive way and still stay true to who you are and who you want to represent To the world. For me, I want to represent passion. I want to be genuine. I want to be honest and transparent. But I also want to make people smile by the end of the day. I want to remind people to care for each other. And so I try to avoid any messages that I feel may be inflammatory. I, I was frustrated at my autocorrect the other day, and I almost tweeted like a really angry tweet about gosh my autocorrect and then I kind of like sat with it a little bit I saved it to a draft and I reconsidered it and rewrote it and now it's just like a little bit funnier it's like it was still a frustration of mine but like it's just a little bit funnier and same thing I've had just a war with technology I was talking a little bit about this before we started recording but gosh I have not gotten on with my devices the past few days and I don't want to tweet that in an angry way. I want to tweet it in kind of a funny way, throw a GIF on there, something that will make people smile or something that they can relate to. And those are two, what I feel, very small instances in comparison to some of the big things that are out there. But I feel like they're examples that are indicative of what I want to be and how I want to present myself, especially when facing big issues and uh, difficult situations on social media.
0: I guess, what is your favorite social media platform? And why do you think it's the most useful for um, your type of podcast? And is that the case for every type? Or do you feel that different social medias can, different social media platforms can cater to different kinds of shows?
1: Oh. Absolutely, they can. Uh, My personal preference is Twitter. I love Twitter. It is my home. And one of the reasons for that is Twitter excels at that community building. Their hashtag system, it's an organizational thing. So if you use hashtags well, you can really amplify your reach and amplify the people that you're talking to. Through that venue, so for our podcast, especially since there is a huge D and D community on Twitter and um, a huge audio drama community on Twitter, even just people asking for podcast recommendations, like you see that a lot, uh, pervasively on Twitter because people are looking for that and people are looking to talk about it, and it's a great place to be. Like, hey, yeah, come talk with us about it. For our podcast specifically. Instagram is a little bit harder. Uh, We have pictures of dice that we can share. We can share pictures of us. But by and away, it's easier for us to come up with a text-based post. And that may be a pretty common theme for a podcast. If you don't feel like you have enough photo content to have an Instagram, that's okay. Like, don't worry about it. It's not going to destroy your, your reach or your community if you don't have an Instagram to turn to. Facebook, for me, has been the most difficult to engage with. And I feel this ties into a couple of the things we've already talked about, including the pitfalls of social media, where Facebook, right now, to me, I encounter the most of them. Facebook ultimately is going to more commonly be your friends and family unless you Really are trying to use Facebook for uh, a marketing machine, in which case it is probably the best social media tool out there for that, uh, especially since it is hand in hand with Instagram and the two go together. So it really depends on what you want and what your goals are. And if you are creating a brand voice document or just deciding who you want to be on social media, maybe for a more personal project, I recommend also outlining your goals. What do you want to see from your social media engagement? Uh, If it's numbers, I'd I'd think about that a little bit more uh, and try to come up with something that mean something to you, whether it's uh, people talking about your show, whether it's people sharing photos, uh, whether it's people responding to your questions, kind of sit back and think about what you want to see and then decide, okay, well, if I want to see and connect with people visually, Instagram is going to be the way to go. If I want to really Create a community Twitter might be the way to go but if I really just want to post content and not engage as much Facebook might be the best option for you Uh, and each has pros and cons as well there's so much content out there gosh Google is just full of it and it does change so frequently because these social media platforms update regularly we see uh, differences in the algorithms we see updates in the applications And all of that can change how you interact on social media. So if it's something you're passionate about, I also encourage you to do some research. See what's out there. See what's changed in 2019 as opposed to what it was like in 2018. Uh, You may see that if you change your tact a little bit, use different hashtags, phrase things a little bit differently, you may see a lot more interaction and reach and engagement with your audience, with your community than you did before.
0: Renee, if you had one piece of advice to give to um, folks when it comes to so- when it comes to social media for podcasting, what would it be?
1: Okay, I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to justify it. Okay, <laughs> my one big piece of advice is: don't make it about you, but make it yours.
0: Okay, let's let's. Uh... Let's unpack that.
1: Yes. So social media is absolutely yours. You choose what to say. You choose how to interact. You build your own brand. It's your project. It's – or you personally, either or. And that's unique. You have the chance to really shine through that and be yourself, uh – Be what you want to be and highlight the things that are very important to you. Talk about the issues or the thoughts that are very important to you. But at the same time, there are so many other people out on social media who are just looking to connect, uh, whether that's to a project, whether that's to a person, whether it's just to a relatable tweet that they can retweet and share on their own feed. Social media is about turning outwards, not turning inwards. If you're interested in turning inwards, honestly, I recommend journaling or talking to a friend. Uh, Social media is putting things out into the world, things that will absolutely impact other people, no matter what your reach is, no matter what your audience is. If you put a post out there, it will reach someone someone will read it, someone will see it, and it will impact their day, possibly their life. Um, when you post, be original, be genuine, be you, but also consider the implications of putting a post out there in the world that will impact others.
0: That's perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you. That was amazing and awesome pieces of advice there. I really, really appreciate you coming on to talk uh, to us, Renee.
1: Thank you. I'm really passionate about social media, and um, I'm happy to take questions. I haven't figured out consulting exactly yet, but I've worked a lot with social (laughs) media in a lot of different fields. And I know that this was not the time to go into exact analytics and how exactly each (laughs) platform analyzes the posts that you put out there. But Uh, Hopefully some of these general tips can help you as you navigate your own social media personally and for the projects you're managing for the podcasts that you're creating. And uh, hey, if you have any questions, feel free to ask. I'm happy to help and I'm happy to talk about it. I really do love social media and what it can be.
0: So Renee, if people do have questions and want to interact with you on social media, where can we find you?
1: So recently I updated my website and you can find me at raydian.com that's r a e d e a n n e.com and that has links to all of my social media a bunch of ways to support me some writing that i do occasionally uh and all of my projects so that's kind of like the biggest hub but i'm also on twitter at ray which is spelled the same way as the website but with an r on the end because someone got to that handle before me <laughs> years ago uh but yeah it's a uh, it's. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to chat with you. And uh, I'd love to interact during International Podcasting Month. So let me know. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. The intro and outro music for all IPM episodes
0: is Morning Dew by Liquid and used under a Creative Commons license. The link is in the show notes. You can support International Podcast Month via Coffee or PayPal and by retweeting, sharing, and talking about the event using the IPM 2019 hashtag. Head on over to internationalpodcastmonth.com for the month long blog and information on the event. International Podcast Month, celebrating creators, sharing listeners.